And I'm and I'm glad though that the advertisers have been doing a more person centric um, feeling mm-hmm. to their you know instead of like we care about you, not you know this company this brand cares about you, so go buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're legitimately spending advertising money to say that they're good people, which I'm totally for as yeah. well. Yeah, you know, a lot of PSA type of stuff. Um, you know, just here, listen to us. We're going to buy this advertising space and and use it as our platform to tell you to be safe and to take care of each other. And I think that's amazing. Welcome to Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. I'm your host, Jody Krangle, and this podcast will discuss just how sound influences our behavior. I generally talk about this in the context of advertising and marketing, but there are other places this is important too. I really feel that it plays a much more important role in our lives than maybe we realize. So let's delve a little deeper. Here's the second part of my interview with Maja Gruber. I I always got the impression that a consistent sound would be more memorable. And when you're dealing with advertising, memorable is key because you want it to be associated with your brand so that people remember what your brand is. And then, you know, they should, when they hear a commercial, know, oh, that's this brand. <laughs> you know, you, you want them to, to do that because that's just, you know, it takes so many touch points for us to remember something. Why switch that around and make it harder? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Going so. back to radio imaging, that is exactly how they did it. You know, they wanted to hear the same thing over and over and over again. So it would be in your head. And, you know, that's another reason why um, imaging voiceover people have jobs for so long mm-hmm. because they are their voice. They are the voice of the station. As long as that station is around, they're going to be the voice of that station. And that's consistent work. That makes a lot Unless of sense. Unless they rebrand. But that, you know, that's a whole other yeah. story. But <laughs> yeah, if, that does make working, a lot of sense. Yeah, because yeah, if you, you turn on the radio, you hear, oh, well, that's the same music I've been listening to, but it sounds different. Like the the guy sounds different or it's a girl now or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Um, it, it puts a little confusion into the listener because it's not the same brand that they're used to. Yeah. And that's back to the audio branding. That's That's all imaging is, is audio branding. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's really interesting also to to hear about the changes. And speaking of changes, I'm curious if the voices have changed, because I know, you know, there there's a lot more diversity. Women are getting more work than they used to. You know, is this Mm -hmm. is this something you're starting to see consistently more often? Oh, I hope so. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> yeah. It, there there are a few that I know of who are, a um, few women at least, who are the the main voice of stations, mm-hmm. which was unheard of for yes. years. So it was like, you know, women couldn't be the main voice of stations because women weren't authoritative enough. You know, you wouldn't listen to a woman. Come on. Well, TV um, promo had the same issue, right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. And now there's a lot of women doing promo for, Mm -hmm. you know, for things that aren't just women centric, which is awesome. I've heard a few female um, movie trailers, Mm -hmm. you know, that were not just a Lifetime movie or a Hallmark movie or (laughs) something about Tampax, you Mm -hmm. know, like it's 
women are on this cusp of voiceover to where they're actually being considered for things that aren't girly anymore, which mm-hmm. is amazing. And it, uh, that makes me really happy. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm starting to hear a lot more um, diverse voices as well. So yes. um, a lot more Spanish accented, a lot more African-American, a lot more, you know, just a lot more of everything, which is... Yes heartening and I want to hear more. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, and and I don't feel like I'm missing out if that happens either. Like, you know, I, I'm fine with the work I get and I don't feel like, you know, other people getting more work is going to affect my work like that's there's plenty of work to go around. there is plenty yeah. of work yeah so. nobody's taking money out of your pocket for exactly. being different yeah. yeah it's um i mean people you know of all of all backgrounds and you know of all genders have fought um other than white male at least mm-hmm. have fought so hard to get where they want to be um you know and don't get me wrong. There are plenty of super talented people who have been doing their job fantastically for the longest time. But, you know, it is you're right. It is really nice to hear different voices from different backgrounds and different genders and yeah, even non-binary. You know, I've, yeah. I've heard a lot of that. That's and really that's interesting, great. too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think lots of people have said this before, but representation is really important. Absolutely. You know, we all like to hear voices that are similar to our own. Right. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. I just have to think that that will widen the horizons of all the audio stuff out there. Like, why wouldn't it? Yeah, Yeah. I I would love I would love it if um, and I I may be speaking out of class, but, you know, I, I would really love to hear more diverse voices on things that aren't specifically supposed to be for, you know, in Mm-hmm. different neighborhoods yeah. if you know what i mean you know yeah. but i'm 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 privileged and white and i can't really <laughs> speak much on that topic other than that i don't want to see it anymore i want to change it mm-hmm. you know i want to cast more african american people and i want them to cast them in roles that aren't just specifically for african american spots you know what i mean yeah it's just this internal struggle of you know, they ask for a, a housewife and it's like, yeah, a housewife, you automatically think of as, you know, a middle aged white woman. But a housewife can be anybody. Yes. You know, and totally. I think that's a big problem in casting these days is that you ask for a middle aged housewife and that's what you get in your head. Mm-hmm. And that is wrong on our part as well. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So well, a middle aged housewife help. is anybody. <laughs> Exactly. We can all help. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And and yeah, and I, I need to I need to help more. I feel like I'm not helping enough, but it's my mm-hmm. own struggles. Yeah, it's it's a struggle. <laughs> um, and overcoming biases is a struggle. I mean, mm-hmm. just in in general, uh, you know, so that we don't automatically think that that housewife is a white woman, you know. Absolutely. That's that's unlearning. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know? It is. Yeah. We need to keep teaching ourselves that, you know, and learning more, mm-hmm. learning more about people in general, you know, just people. We're all people. That's all yep. it boils down to. And some people are treated worse than other people. And that sucks. It does. And yes. we need to change that. <laughs> okay. Well, 
very uh, <laughs> deep subject, and I'm glad that we talked Didn't about it. Didn't mean to go that no, far. No, no, it's, it's yeah. good. I'm, I'm glad that we went there because, you know, that, that needed to be said. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so what are you working on right now? Is there anything that you can actually, like, talk about as, as far as, like, a project is concerned or something Not you just necessarily. finished? No. Um, no, I'm just, I'm trying to keep my head above water right now. It's, yeah, been, it's yeah. been really busy, you know, like, luckily, brands are starting to, you know, come back to life again. And, you know, we've gotten really busy over here. So, you know, I'm I'm thankful and, you know, thankful for that. Thankful to to be here. Mm-hmm. Thankful to talk to you. <laughs> yes. But no, I'm, I'm really, I'm just, I'm being boring in my off time. I'm relaxing. I'm, I'm making sure the world isn't keep, keeping me down, you know, <laughs> just trying to do things that make me happy. That is, that is a good thing. <laughs> so mm-hmm. what does make you happy? <laughs> what are you doing to make yourself happy? <laughs> I play a lot of video games and listen okay. to a lot of metal. <laughs> Awesome. Yeah, that makes a lot that, of sense. That's to me. keeping me sane right now is sure. just being able to, you know, I've um, <clears throat> through the pandemic, it's I've gotten, you know, doing the Zoom calls and stuff like we're doing right now. But mm-hmm. I've been doing Zoom calls with friends and um, family that, you know, I didn't talk to as much anymore. And I think that even though we are far apart, it's, you know, taking everyone kind of closer together digitally, which is nice. Well, it's Checking become okay to and... go on a Zoom mm-hmm. or a FaceTime now, you know, like it's much more of, you know, I may not see you face to face in in a while, like physically, but we can always digitally sure. meet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, people absolutely. who may not have done it before would consider doing it now, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. And, and that's, I've been doing a lot of that. We play like Yahtzee over Zoom. <laughs> And um, <laughs> my mom's been doing canasta, canasta oh, fun. Over, over like digital. <laughs> yeah, it's it's she does it like three nights a week. <laughs> That's super fun. It is. I mean, it's keeping her connected with all of her friends. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's a good thing to do. I guess we can all distract <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> and that's an, that's another thing that the pandemic has helped is the older generation is now becoming more familiar with technology. This is true. And I think that's fantastic because yeah. they had to. They couldn't just bury their heads in the sand and say, no, I don't want to learn all this stuff. It's for kids. But now <laughs> that if they want to see their grandkids, they got to learn how to Zoom. That you know? is very true. Actually, I'm kind of lucky in that my dad has always been like a cutting edge technology type of guy. Like he's the one who mm-hmm. bought me my first computer. <laughs> so, Mine too. Yeah. yeah. So you you know what that's like. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so yeah. So he teaches my mom and that's how my mom gets into this. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you should have your mom on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's a singer, you know, so I don't know. Play maybe. some canasta while you do it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a little distracting. <laughs> so as as a singer, though, like, how has that been? Um, you know, like with gigs and stuff like that. Is, is that affecting you at all? Well, I'm not really a, a gigging musician so much as um, a recording one, if I'm asked to. So I've done some um, demos for songwriters and I've done some backup singing for some friends of mine that have done albums and all of that has been remote anyway. So that's fine. There is one gig that I have in Atlanta, actually, every year around the beginning of January, which is the last time we saw each other. (laughs) Oh, your your filking convention. Exactly. Yeah. So unfortunately, that was canceled this year. So 
No travel. And as far as I know, the Canadian border is still closed, too. So <laughs> yeah, you don't want to come here. No, stay far, far away. <laughs> stay, stay far. We're in Georgia also. So just stay far, far away. It's... <laughs> Yeah, if I'm, you value I'm, your health. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm not I'm not heartbroken that the border is closed right now. I, I have to say, <laughs> as much as I love my American friends, um, uh, and I I wish them uh, every um, success in beating this thing, because <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, but I, you know, I have to wonder how much I'm seeing here that is just overhyped. I don't know. It's hard for me to say. I can't make any judgments. I'm not there. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Media, right? (laughs) Media. Yeah. Yeah. Gotta love it. Um, But (laughs) no, I I honestly don't, not not to get political, but I honestly, Mm -hmm. I think it's turned into a political uh, situation rather than a public health situation. Mm -hmm. And that is why it's affecting so many people is because instead of uh, putting other people first, they're putting their own party first yeah. and they're not following the guidelines set by the cdc mm-hmm. you know like the whole institute that we have for public health mm-hmm. yeah and they, they turn into a political issue yeah that's another story for yes. another time jody yes <laughs> hopefully this will all be over within november <laughs> yes how how do you uh how do you audio brand COVID? i don't know oh well, you know, there like as we spoke, there is actually like a COVID commercial type of sound. And luckily for me, the whole warm, compassionate read has come back into vogue, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, yeah absolutely. exactly. So like from what I understand, um, I wasn't doing voiceover at the time. But, you know, when large um, tragedies happen generally the public needs comfort and compassion, right? Mm -hmm. So World War II, uh, you know, um, the voices changed then. (laughs) Uh, It's true. After 9-11, you know, all of the advertising changed then too. So big tragedies have effects on the audio that touches us. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not, it's not, independent of what's going on around us. It's the zeitgeist of what goes on around us, right? Like it's, it's true. Yeah. So it's a reflection of what we're experiencing. And not that the millennial read has gone away entirely. Even the warm, compassionate read needs to be conversational. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at the same time, I think it's pulled back a little from the disaffected if that makes sense. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. And that's and that's what we were talking about before with the cycle of mm-hmm. it all, you know, and and you're right. I I honestly didn't even think about that like with 9/11 how it changed again with to to compassion and then the the super announcery come on down to blah 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 changed during the war, the war. Yeah. Um yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Same thing happened with Katrina. Yes. Yeah. You know. So it's Big uh, tragedies. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm the last person to say that anyone should profit off of that. And I'm and I'm glad, though, that the advertisers have been doing a more person centric um, feeling mm-hmm. to their, you know, instead of like, we care about you. 
not, you know, this company, this brand cares about you, so go buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're legitimately spending advertising money to say that they're good people, which I'm totally for as yeah. well. Yeah. You know, a lot of PSA type of stuff. Um, you know, just here, listen to us. We're going to buy this advertising space and, and use it as our platform to tell you to be safe and to take care of each other. And I think that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it, it sort of reaffirms our uh, our faith in humanity. <laughs> a little bit. A yeah. little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is I think that um, now uh, humor is starting to come back in the commercials, whereas it, mm-hmm. it was like completely gone for oh, probably yeah. like four months. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody laughed in advertising for, no. you know, at least since March. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, it it is coming back a little bit. I see it just because things are starting to broaden up, you know, and mm-hmm. I don't know if it's because that, you know, it's actually getting better or people are getting bored. Um, could be a little of both. I, it could be. <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Um, no one will ever know. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it it is. I've I've uh, personally I've worked on a few that that had a lot of humor to it. So it That's was good. refreshing considering that I've been working with so many piano music tracks and that yeah. I didn't want to do that. Are you looking for ways to improve your company's or podcast's impact? You'd be surprised how powerful the use of an intentional audio branding strategy can be. Want to know more? I have a free downloadable PDF that gives you my five tips for implementing an intentional audio strategy at voiceoversandvocals.com audio-branding-strategy. That location does ask to put you on a mailing list just to send you updates on when the new podcasts come out. But if you really don't want to give your email out, I understand. Just contact me directly. My email is all over my website. And I'll make sure you get that PDF without needing to sign up anywhere. If you do sign up, though, you also get access to a resources section called The Studio, where I have videos, white papers and PDFs, discounts from my guests, and snippets of audio from my guests that no one else gets to hear. So maybe it's worth your while. Totally up to you. And of course, if you're looking for voiceovers, you can get in touch with me about that, too. Now, back to the podcast. We need the humor now. I linked to something Mm -hmm. in my Facebook, actually, and I can't I'm going to I can't even remember the the ad now, but it was for uh, a Mexican restaurant. And uh, it was really (laughs) hilarious. Like, you know, all of the things that happen when you're sheltering at home. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) it was was really very ironic. (laughs) Yeah. And very funny. I've seen a few of those. Yeah. I've seen a few like not making fun of COVID itself, but making fun of sheltering or making fun of quarantine or and not in the you know not pointing fingers either it was done really really well to where you know they're explaining okay you know your kid has run around a million times in their underwear and they're supposed to be on their zoom call you know with school or you know like a I can't even think of any more examples. But, well, the, you know, the dad the writers... is dressed in like a, a suit and tie to his waist. And he's uh-huh. like wearing his boxer shorts <laughs> below. Right. Like yeah, he, and he gets wearing, up like, out of the, the meeting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, things like like gradually people are stopping wearing like regular pants, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like in the commercials. It's just yeah, it's. It's good that we're starting to laugh at this. <laughs> it is. It is. And we're laughing more at ourselves yes. than we are laughing at, you know, the national tragedy or the, yeah, the world no, tragedy it's... that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so and I think that's, you know, 
all in a writer's job as well, is to make sure you get that tone while not being offensive or mm-hmm. being dis, you know, disingenuous or being, you know, just downright crude. Yeah. You know, it's still hundreds of thousands of people have died still, mm-hmm. you know, so we still have to keep that in the back of our mind when we're making fun of this stuff. But we also have to, you know, there's a, there's a point to where you could only be so heartfelt. Yeah. You know. Well, there was something so, that I heard when I when I just started in voiceover, and it, I mean, it's been a continuing theme for a long time in things other than political ads. <laughs> uh, people don't want to hear angry people generally. So if you're hmm. a voice talent and you're trying to get across a, a, a point, very rarely do the writers actually want you to be genuinely angry. They they want you to be disappointed. Or, you know, uh, grave but hopeful. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> there's like these nuances of no negativity, like not just blatant negativity. Just, you know, give it a little a little hope, a little something, right? <laughs> that makes, it makes sense. And, and I think it makes sense because I think anger is triggering, mm-hmm. you know? And you, you don't want to trigger anybody through a commercial. No, no, because you could turn so it's away like a if, lot if, of people. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah. if, and if you get it right, if you get the anger correct, then the more triggering it would be yes. because it feels angry. It feels like someone's yelling at you. It feels yeah. like, you know, you're something's wrong. Um, that's a really good point. I never I never really realized that. Yeah, it's uh, it's something I was taught very, very early on in my career. So, uh, mm. yeah, that and that the true sexy read is kind of dead. <laughs> and the God. reason I know the re- the reason I've been told that is because you don't want to alienate the females, right? Like assuming, mm-hmm. you know, that <laughs> assuming sexual orientation is probably not a good idea either, but at the same time you don't want to alienate the other side of the audience. Put it that mm-hmm. way. <laughs> and so like the true sexy read is not unless you're you know, advertising a strip joint, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. you're you're never really going in that direction. So there's a lot of nuances of how far you can go with certain emotional uh, triggers, I guess. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. yeah. And this the sexy that the at least what I'm seeing is that instead of sexy for cologne, perfume, mm-hmm. luxury, sophistic it's it's more sophisticated now. Yes. It's more um lot lot of Brits. <laughs> yes. It's it's British. It's sophisticated. It's something that is luxurious mm-hmm. as opposed to dripping with, you know, nuance. Yeah. Which is nice. <laughs> very nice to not see women objectified yes. through uh, their voice. That That's is a good. very good thing. Yes. So hopefully heading in the right direction here. <laughs> Fingers crossed, lady. Yeah. Fingers crossed. So how can people find out more about you? What's your uh, your website and your social media stuff? I thought you were going to ask me for my social security number. Um, uh, no, <laughs> no, that's not happening recording. No, <laughs> you can have it if you want. Um, you just have to put a lot of money into my bank account right now. Try to buy a I'll let you here. know when okay. I need it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, I have a website, matchacreative.com. Um I've kind of, you know, the demo stuff I love doing. I love helping people. I love, uh, you know, making them sound as beautiful and amazing as they possibly can. But I just right now I just don't have time mm-hmm. to commit 
um, as much as I'd like to commit to clients. And it's just because, you know, that's life right now. But um, I, I may open it back up in the, in the near future. We'll see. It's just what I like to do is I like to spend a lot of time coaching, you know, people through scripts and, you know, directing and trying to get the real feel that, you know, we want in commercials or in, you know, the imaging or they want to try something new. We could try that too. And, uh-huh. you know, I spent a lot of time with my clients and I just, when I went back to work full time, I, I just realized that I wasn't going to have enough time to really devote that type of real estate mm-hmm, to sure. uh, my clients. So I had to woefully put it up. Um, well, hopefully it'll happen yeah, again. So matcha, <laughs> yeah, you could, you, could, you could see my face and uh, hear some of my work at matchacreative.com. And it's Matcha Creative on the uh, socials, Insta and um, Facebook. I don't, I don't really update them a lot. So if you want to really find like me, I'm Matcha Gruber. That's me. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm such a bad business owner. It was, <laughs> I'm so bad at it. You've got your stuff established. You're there. You, you got this. So yeah, it's, you know how hard that was. You know how hard that was for me. Oh, it takes time. Yeah, and as soon as I got to a good place, I went back to work full time. What kind of person am I? Jeez. Well, no, I know. do. I like both sides of the coin, mm-hmm. Jody. I like I like to work in an establishment. I like to work as part of a team. Well, I mean, I've met things. your team and they're awesome. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you want to work in that team? Like, <laughs> they're great. Yeah, they're great. We, we are a bunch of rowdy misfits. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I love working as part of it. I love working in a creative team, at mm-hmm. least. I don't want to work in a team of accountants. That's no, for sure. No. Um, but in a creative team, I think it's great. And it, it helps me be more creative. Um Owning my own business and running my own business is amazing also. And I love, you know, the people who do it and who could be super successful at it. It's just, it's not for me, man. <laughs> I, I could do it if I have to, but yeah. it is as a of lot right of work. now, it's like, I don't, I don't want to. It's a lot of just, work and you wear a lot of hats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, but more power to you. I think that's, so, that's so great to, to see how many people can do this successfully, you know, from their house from their pajamas, from their, you know, their in little their yoga pants, <laughs> in their yoga pants. Yeah. If they're wearing yoga pants at all. I can't um, wear my jeans anymore. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I won't fit in them. What are jeans? I don't know what jeans are. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. What do they call it? The COVID-15? <laughs> the co- yeah. 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 I made it's the stupid real. mistake of... <laughs> Yeah, I, I made the stupid mistake of going keto during co- COVID. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it, of you, too, yeah, when, how, we, when we went out to lunch. You were yes. keto. <laughs> Has it been working for you or are you like? Oh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Um, I, I feel fantastic. I'm down like 35 pounds. Congratulations. So. That is fantastic. You, yeah. You can't really see because I'm in, I'm in the darkness. Yeah. <laughs> No, it it was about weight. I've I've always had a really positive body image of myself, mm-hmm. um, which I'm fortunate for. And I know a lot of women don't. Sure, but um, it wasn't about that. It was just about I I was feeling like crap. Mm-hmm. I would wake up, you know, and my bones would be stiff, and my joints would be stiff, and my knees were cracking, and you know, it was just too much weight for my my very short tiny yeah. body. I feel um, you. <laughs> yeah. So I yeah. was like, 
My my fiance did it with me or is doing it with me. Nice. So um, mm-hmm. it's very fortunate for that as well. We don't have to shop for two different diets. Yes, that helps a lot. Let me tell uh-huh. you, my husband is not doing this with me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so and my, you do, you have temptation uh, at home then. Well, yes and no. I'm not. I'm see. I'm not not keto. I'm still well. I'm mostly low carb as it is right mm. now. It's not really true keto right now. But because I've been in my home and my my fridge is constantly calling to me, <laughs> it's it's just that I've been eating more keto stuff. So I'm still mm-hmm. keto, but, you know, the stuff that I'm eating, I'm just eating more. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I'm not eating bread. You know, it's not like I'm going back to what I was eating three years ago. Uh, but mm-hmm. If you eat too much, you're still going to gain weight, right? (laughs) Calories are still calories, calories no matter how much fat's in it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can overdo it. And I am overdoing it. And, yeah, so I have to. YOLO. (laughs) That's that's my philosophy on that. YOLO. Yeah. It's when you start feeling like crap, you know exactly why you're feeling like crap and you change it. This is true. Yes. And if you're not feeling like crap, YOLO. You know, yeah. eat, eat eat that extra piece of bacon if you really want that extra piece of bacon. Oh, it's not it's... the bacon I'm <laughs> It's the keto <laughs> treats. It's the it's the, you oh, know, like the keto the... ice cream and the, you know, the the <gasps> oh blueberry tarts that are made with like almond flour and erythritol. You know, like you can have oh. these things, but <laughs> but yeah, it's, oh. it's still going to cost you. Do yes. you um do you guys have keto pints up there? I haven't the, heard of the that. bars? No. Costco sells it. Mhm. Do they have Costco in Canada? Yes, they do. Okay, I'm I'm so Canadian ignorant. ignorant. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's um, okay. But uh, so okay, so Costco. This is the first time I saw it. It was at Costco. It's called Keto Pint, and it's just like a white box with a giant keto branding on it and uh-huh. a little tiny word that says pint in the middle of the O. And they make popsicles, like oh. um, like chocolate covered popsicles. Oh my goodness. Get, like 12 of them in a box. Okay, that would be the death like of me. <laughs> They're so good. They're two net, two net carbs. Oh, okay. Well, that's two not net horrible. Carbs. Yeah, and I think it's like uh, 10 grams of fat or something like that. They're specifically like keto ice cream. The yeah. Alight- Enlightened is really good ice cream, too. Okay, I'll have to look um, for these. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm kind of hoping keto. we're not offending our listeners, however. <laughs> <laughs> YOLO, people. <Yeah>. YOLO. <laughs> Seriously, though, if it's it's all about feeling OK, mm-hmm. if you feel fine, this do what you got to do. Yep. And if you don't feel fine, change it. Yep. You know, this is it's, very true. I know what I have to do. It's just doing it. <laughs> yeah, it's your fault. Yeah. It's I'm not totally going to feel bad fault. for you. <laughs> it's totally not, my fault. I did not put that extra cookie in your mouth. No, that's, no, that's you your did fault. not. No, I did not put the extra cookie in my mouth. Well, I, I, did I wasn't even thinking of you when I put that cookie in my mouth. Much <laughs> someone so, needs a cookie in their mouth. That's just the moral of the story. Oh boy! Well, on that lovely note. <laughs> Eat the damn cookie. I I had that conversation with one of my best friends and um, it, it ended with it was one of those, you know, you got to love yourself. You know, you got to be happy in your own skin yep. kind of conversations. And I said, eat the damn cookie. And she said, OK, I'll eat the cookie. Now, you were in her mind when she put the cookie in her mouth. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There you go. But at least she didn't feel like, you know, she was 
doing something like that was the worst thing. People who feel like they punch their grandma when they eat something bad <laughs> is the yeah. worst kind of feeling, uh-huh. you know, where it's the feeling of guilt because of ingestion. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't make any sense. It felt good you know? going in. <laughs> and that's fine. You did not eat an eight ball of heroin. You ate a cookie. Yeah, yeah, that is very true. So, yeah, so lay off the guilt, people. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Thank life you for lessons. coming to my TED Talk. <laughs> yes. Life lessons from Matcha. Yes. <laughs> Eat the uh, goddamn cookie. <laughs> awesome. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much for talking oh, with me today. Jody, this has been so much awesome. fun. <laughs> yes, so much fun. <laughs> I, I hope I, I was able to answer all your questions. Yes, I know. Yes, I go you did. I go on tangents. That's, that's, that's fine. What I do. No, this is this is the fun part. <laughs> <laughs> we had fun. It's I, all good. <laughs> so should I start recording now? <laughs> Please tell me you're joking. <laughs> However, I'm going to stop the recording now. (laughs) It's one of my favorite jokes. Did I hit the record button now? Oh, my God. An audio engineering joke. There you go. (laughs) Well, that's the end of this episode. Thanks for listening. And if you like what you heard, why not tell a friend about this podcast? It's available on all the usual outlets. Until next time.